welcome to Rack Chew. And if you're as curious as a kitty cat as I am, you could follow us over on social media at Rack Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and I ate a clock yesterday. It was very time consuming. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cade. And when Disneyland first opened, Pirates of the Caribbean, back in March of 1967, the ride's creators were not impressed with fake skeletons available to them at the time, so they decided to use real ones they obtained from nearby UCLA Medical Center. I had to bone up on the facts for this one, Max. <laughs> bone up on the facts. <laughs> it was really hard for me to get through that without not laughing. God. So I'm sorry. Kate, are you preparing to be a father? Because your dad jokes are just becoming on point, man. Hey, they, they say that it's something like in your genetic makeup when you realize that that's going to happen, that just kind of starts to flow of dad jokes. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're funnier. All of a sudden, they roll off your tongue a little better. I mean, I, I just don't know. I, I they're guess just, I'm just... They're just so punny, man. They're just so yeah. punny. <laughs> they are just A-plus, sir. Absolutely A-plus. <laughs> Absolutely. I can tell you've been practicing. I mean, I think you're about ready, man. I know it's right around the corner, so I'm really feeling it. I really feel like you're prepared for this. <laughs> I don't think I am at all. <laughs> so if it ever says, like, I'm hungry, and you go, hi, hungry, I'm dad, you know, you can pull that out. <laughs> uh, like, I've got, I feel like I've got a list of things that were used on me when I was a kid that I just cannot even wait to break out. Right, and I'm you, only... you got to pop open that can, man, that can oh. of whoop-ass, you know? Oh, for sure. Like, I, you know, the sad part is, like, I can't even really break it out until he's a little older and can talk and understand what I'm saying, but, like... One of my favorite ones that was used on me when I was a kid was like when we used to say that's not fair, you know, like every kid likes it. That's not fair. I got well, the fair only comes around once a year. <laughs> I even heard that one before. <laughs> one of my favorites that my dad used to tell me whenever I'd say, "Dad, I'm thirsty," he'd be like, "Hi, thirsty. I'm Friday." Uh, or what do you say? I'm Friday. Want to go and get a Sunday on Saturday or something along those lines? Oh my I don't remember. God. It was so stupid. And I, he would, and every time I'd say it, he'd repeat it again. And it didn't get funnier, Dad, because I know you listen to this. It didn't get funnier. I just want to <laughs> let you know. To Even him, when I'm I was sure twelve. Oh, I, he laughed. He laughed every time. <laughs> yeah, every time. Every time he told you that, he probably laughed about the poopy diapers he had to change and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is oh, his yeah. opportunity to get back, you know. And, and I think now looking back on it, Cade, that was a great idea of, I guarantee you, that's the dad's opportunity to just, he had to cringe changing your diapers. So, you know what? You're going to cringe for the rest of your life. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. <laughs> Can't wait to break out the jokes on the first date that you bring home. <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> no, dad, stop. Don't. <laughs> Are you thirsty? <laughs> Oh, I actually am quite thirsty. Well, I'm Friday. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, man. That's, that's pretty good stuff. I got a um, dad's, man. Dads are something else. And you know, it's is uh, my father-in-law just started listening to this show not too long ago. And uh, he's all he's all caught up now. He's all the way through it. Through 21. We're on 22 now for those listening. We're feeling 22. I'm feeling 22. Yeah, brother, we're feeling 22. And uh, so it, the jokes is made me laugh because um, he, uh, I guess, uh, my wife told me several times that, like, the nicest thing he used to say about, like, uh, any of her boyfriends was, I hate him the least. 
And uh, I, I, at one point, it's funny, like, over time, how I graduated from different moments of I hate him the least to he's okay to I didn't settle, um, which was my favorite, the I didn't settle one. I didn't settle. Yeah, yeah, we were at a, we were in Scotland, uh, drunk, of course, and um, funny enough, like, I forgot who, I think it was my wife that was taking pictures, but we both had like a glass of scotch in our hand and we, I forgot how we got on the subject, but he was like, um, he, uh, she took a picture and it was a live photo. And for those people who don't know what live photos are, you clearly have either a very old iPhone or you don't have an iPhone. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so he, he, she took a picture that was a live photo and we didn't even realize it, I guess, till the next day. But like, you know, we were talking about. Uh, you know, son-in-laws and daughter-in-laws and, and uh, stuff like that. He's like, I didn't settle. I didn't settle. You know, that's the moment where I was like, oh, yeah, man. And, uh, <laughs> where you finally felt it. <laughs> yeah, I felt it. I felt it. And the next day, we're like going through the pictures and you press the photo and it's like, he goes, I didn't settle. And it's like, so I have it on video technically for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's it's there in your memories for the rest of your life. And yeah. just keep it there in case he ever starts saying he hates you again. Just yeah. pull it out. Hey. You didn't settle. You didn't settle. I said, come I, on, man. I got proof. I got proof, buddy. I, I got proof. I got proof. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything. Oh, what a guy, though, man. He's an awesome dude. He really is. I, I thank him for his support in not only the show, but uh, just about everything, man. He's always behind everything. He tunes into my Sunday shows and listens to my podcast. And, and even though he's not really a football guy, he keeps up with the Jags just because he knows that I do. So, uh, and he flew A-10s and um, F-16s in the Air Force for a long time, so that's pretty awesome. Did he really? He sure did. He was, uh, I believe it was 20 years. I can't remember if it was more. I want to say 20, and now he's been a, uh, a pilot for JetBlue um, for quite some time as well. So he's a, he's a pretty damn cool dude, man. Yeah, I got to give him a shout-out because uh, he's been commenting on some of our stuff, and uh, I'm loving it, man. Just keep it up. Keep it up. I love the commentary. And yeah. if he's got any dad jokes in the back of his pocket, um, it, I know you're listening, so if you wouldn't mind just throwing in one or two in the comments whenever we post this thing, I'd love to hear his favorites. Yes, your favorite one. We want to hear it, Dennis. Your favorite one when this gets posted. Uh, yes. Put it on there, please and thank you. Please. It's, it's a requirement at this point, so... It we're is. not going to move further. We're just going to sit is. here in silence throughout the rest of the podcast until you do it. So. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's just, it, that's it. That's just it. That's it. We're done. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I got to say, Cade, I got to tell you about my week. I have been living. I heard you had some, some bad luck, sir. <laughs> <laughs> bad Misfortunes luck. aplenty. <laughs> Misfortunes aplenty. Yeah, it's been, uh, what a week, man. So we had no air conditioning for about. Four to five days, and in Florida, Central Florida, yeah, it's been getting about. Hmm, where, how do I put this? It's been getting what at highs ninety seven on some days. Um, I've been seeing it most recently throughout this week. I mean, inside of our house, on a couple of the nights, it was eighty seven degrees when we were going to bed. <laughs> and let me tell you, I said to my wife, I was like, I could probably go pitch a tent outside and be cooler on the outside than I would be inside of this bedroom right now. I no joke, man. There's that's not a that's not a joke because you know what? I empathize with you because I want to say that same thing happened to us right around this time last year and it took them not as long as you. Unfortunately, you had a much longer period of time to deal with. Ours was just like 2 days and very fortunately we went and stayed with 
my parents because, you know, there wasn't an epidemic going on. <laughs> of course, that had conveniently interrupt uh, my air conditioning shop. No, I'll say half of my issue was, of course, it goes down on a Friday night. So obviously we run into the weekend. Yikes. Um, I think it was Friday. Friday or Saturday night. I can't remember. But it went down over the weekend. And then, of course, Monday is Memorial Day. Um, so it ended up dragging out even further because then some companies couldn't get out, but most of them actually were quite good with coming out if possible, as early as possible. I, and I had to drop the, my air conditioning is down because if not, I was like, I called and I said, Hey, can I get an estimate on a new air conditioner? We're looking at getting a new unit. This was the previous problem, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. The soonest I can get to you is Thursday or Friday, uh, to come out and give you an estimate. Or they'd say, yeah, I can come out the next day. And as soon as I dropped the, I've been out of air conditioning for four days. Is it at all possible you can come out earlier? Uh, yeah, we'll be there shortly. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> everyone understands the pain that you're going through. Oh, yeah. And I'll say every company that we got estimates from was super nice on saying, hey, you know, we understand there's other people doing installations, but we'll we'll squeeze you in. We'll get you in just because you're out of air conditioning versus everybody else is just looking to upgrade their unit or get a new one, right, which was right. really nice. At least it was very much of, hey, we understand the pain we're going through. We'll help you out. So it yeah, was, at least they can do that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. But yesterday was the day we got it installed. And boy, I remember <laughs> sitting in my house as it slowly started cooling down. And I, I thought in my head, I completely forgot what this feels like. Like, this is incredible. At one point, me and my wife went to Publix to the grocery store just for air conditioning as we shopped and we made sure to take a longer amount of time we bought popsicles and ice cream and stuff anything that would be colder good call (laughs) and then we had the cold dinners like we need salad or we need something really cold sandwiches or something because we're like okay you know anything to like cool us down and then we'd go to bed and i'd take a cold shower every night and even if i had taken a shower earlier in the day or something along those lines because i was out working in the yard or something I would still go into the shower and turn it as low as possible and stand there for a couple seconds. And the water was so cold, it was taking my breath away. But I said, you know what? It's going to be better if I'm colder and I jump into that bed versus if I'm sweating and going to that bed. Oh, definitely, definitely. How was it uh, working in the yard and coming inside and there's no difference in temperature? God, it was the weirdest thing the first day. The first day, it was really odd because you go into the house and, you're, you know, your your body's kind of used to, okay, when I go indoors, um, it, there's air conditioning. And you walk inside and it's just as brutally hot and your body's like, what the hell? <laughs> no, thank you. Yes, I'll tell you, towards the end of it, man, it was wearing me down to where my body was like, I don't want to do anything anymore. And I kept telling my wife, I was like, as long as we don't move or don't do anything It'll stay at least somewhat cooler in here. So at one point she was like, okay, stop breathing. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I would have come at you like a tornado made of arms and teeth and, and fingernails. <laughs> but, man, it was uh, it was interesting. But I'm glad we finally got it back. And now we have a fancy new smart thermostat where yeah. we can change the temperature from my phone and from my Alexa. But I keep on thinking I don't ever touch my air conditioning anyhow. I keep it at one temperature and I leave it there. So, like, I don't know if it's that much of an advantage to me, you know? Maybe not. I mean, maybe one day you're sitting there and you're like, I'm feeling extra warm today. Maybe I'm going to bump it two degrees. And uh, and then you do. Uh, but, no, maybe not so much, I guess, that uh, if you leave it the same all the time, like, 
like I'll give you an example. Like we we have one, but it's like one of the primitive smart ones, and I know that sounds really stupid to say. <laughs> Uh, and so like uh, to set it up is kind of a pain. And so, um, I haven't really done anything to the internet. I mean, I think I did it one time and then something, I can't remember the story on why I haven't set it up to my phone, but because we've been home a lot more during this, uh, this, this pandemic that's going on, uh, normally the temperature we have it while we're gone, um, is a little higher, right? So we, uh, have been lowering it, but we haven't changed it, like, the setting for it, because it's like, well, we could go back any time now. I mean, like, why are we going to change it now? <laughs> and so, uh, if I would, you know, if I would have set it up, or if I had maybe one of the, uh, nicer ones, then I, I could do that. But for yourself, sir, who keeps it on the same temperature all the time, I don't know. Yeah, I go to bed with the same temperature. So, I'm going to, Cade, what temperature do you keep your house at? Because people always call me crazy for the temperature I keep mine at. Um, 77 when I'm gone, 75 when I'm home, 72 when I go to bed. Wow, that was dang. So I keep my house at 77 or 78 all the time. How do you sleep? <laughs> Everyone asks me that question, and I say quite comfortably, thank you. Um <laughs> But no, I, I, I sleep just fine. Everyone, so um, I, my boss actually was saying, she was like, I keep my house at, I think she said 72 all the time when she's inside of it. When they go to sleep, she cranks it down to, I think, 70 or 60 or something, 68, 69. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. And I was like, I can't keep my house that cold, man. I was like, I, I freeze if I go anywhere below 76, I start getting cold. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. 77's comfortable to me. I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's comfortable. I mean, but you know what's more comfortable? 72. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, and I'll say my mom growing up kept the temperature at like 78, 77, 78. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's just because I, I've always had it at that temperature. It makes it easier. And my power bills always at least barely, it barely breaks $100 or it's right below $100 every month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I agree. Like when I was a kid, I, my parents always kept it maybe just a little warmer because uh, of the bill thing. And I always said when I got older, man, as, as long as I can afford it, I'm going to keep it cooler because I like sleeping cold. I just love sleeping cold. I'd rather put more it. blankets on, man. And so uh, ever since, uh, you know, I moved out and got the own place and paid the own bill. I'm like, that's that that's top priority, man. I'll, I'll skip a meal. As far as I'm concerned. Just to keep it cold in my house. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yes, man. I know people out there, this is going to sound even crazier to you. I know people out there who keep it in the 60s on their AC. What? Like how cold? Like 64, 65? Nah, not that low. 67 or 68. What? um, But uh, yeah, I'm like, geez Louise, man, like. I'm sort of conscious about how much that thing is running, you know, and it's it's unfortunate because our unit is probably just a little small for this house, so it works sometimes, unfortunately, but um, sometimes, uh, especially there. I mean, it's been warm, dude, recently, like you said, you just happened to have years go out and maybe the worst possible week of 2020 so far. Yeah, but my dad brought up a great point that at least it wasn't August or at least it wasn't the middle of July, you know? Yeah. I'm like, it could have been, on average, 110 degrees outside. Yeah, you know? middle of July to about the middle, uh, middle of July till about the first week of September, and you're just in, I mean, it's just terrible. 
Yeah, that's why I'm like, I, in a way, I'm kind of happy with with the time that it, you know, shut down. But at the same time, I'm still not happy. It couldn't have gone down during the winter or something. Like, come on, really? That never happens. I mean, I feel like it's AC companies during the winter. I mean, because what what probably happens, they go out during the winter and people are like, yeah, screw it. You know, like, at least it's not like 90,000 degrees out. Even though I just want to let people know that in Florida, it does stay quite warm during the winter sometimes. I think it was a couple of years ago I went swimming on New Year's Eve. So, yep. Uh, yep. It, can, it can be warm. We used to do polar plunges every year at my dad's house. Back when he lived down here, we would uh, we would jump into his pool either on New Year's Eve or on uh, Christmas or something along those lines. And even if it was like 60 or 50 degrees outside, we'd jump in. And to us Floridians, 60 degrees is freezing. 50 it, degrees, absolutely freezing. Very and cold. No one ever believes me when I say it's cold, but that humidity bites through your bones, man. It's that it's that wet cold versus yep. a dry cold. Yeah, very, that, very different colds. It, yeah, that wet cold is is gnarly, man. Because we can go up north. Like we've visited family up north before, and it's been fifteen, and I've been like, "Yo, this is the life, dog." Don't get me wrong. I got some, I got some layers on because I'm not an idiot. But uh, that cold is not the same as a. 45 50 degree day in florida where the humidity is high and it just eats you especially if there's a little breeze going on oh forget about it just oh yeah it's terrible oh yeah i remember so one of my favorite stories of like florida cold uh that i i remember was my freshman year so this was oh god i don't remember i'm gonna say 2010 it was around 2010 and um, my school had two campuses. So it had the freshman campus and then it had a upperclassman slash sophomore campus. Um, and the fresh, and so I had a class over on the main campus and we would have to walk down. I would say it wasn't even a mile. It was pretty short, I, it, but I will say it was like two football fields long. How about that? So it wasn't too long, but it was pretty big of a walk between the two campuses that you'd have to walk down to. And um, so I remember one day when it was the middle of February during 2010. And if nobody remembers, if you lived in Florida during that time, that was the month that it actually, quote unquote, snowed in Florida most recently. Ice like ice on my windshield. Oh, yeah. I I had ice. I remember actually that night uh, that one time during that month uh, it was at my dad's house and it actually snowed at five o'clock in the morning. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like your typical powder snow, but it was snow falling from the sky and then as soon as it hit the ground it would melt immediately um but yeah i remember that but i remember going down to go to the main campus and it was if i remember correctly third no 42 degrees and the wind was blowing beyond hard and i remember being in a jacket and a pair of jeans and you know back this is high school so you're trying to look cool so you're not (laughs) super like like practically warm you know so you're trying to look cool Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and I remember having my hood up and walking with my two friends and just freezing because the wind was blowing. And I remember my just it was it was going through my jacket and through the layers that I had. The cold was and my face. I remember getting to the <laughs> to my class and I got there late and they were, they were like, why are you late? And I said, I had to walk through the cold. I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh, understandable. <laughs> just sit down. <laughs> But it was moving so bad. The wind was glowing, I'm going to say, about 15 miles an hour. So it was going pretty good for in that cold, and it was freezing. Yeah, you're not kidding. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, 2010 was a cold year for us. Yeah, it was. It it really was. And that was, ironically enough, was the uh, first winter 
um, that I had moved back. I lived in Louisiana for the three and a half years prior. And uh, so my first winter in um, Orlando, uh, after I'd lived in Jacksonville, went to Louisiana, came back, went to Orlando, uh, it was that cold. And I was like, you know, damn, it actually gets pretty cold down here. And then it was never like that ever again. So it just, <laughs> just depends. I was going to say, it sometimes gets cold, but it's never been that cold again, at least if I remember. I remember one day a couple of years ago, it got pretty cold. I remember having a, there was ice on my windshield, um, but I don't remember ever it being that bad as it was then back in 2010. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was a gnarly year, man. It was just really gnarly, but hey. Almost as gnarly as 2020, huh? The crazy year we're having. Yikes <laughs> is the right answer to that. My Goodness. Right? So I found something kind of interesting, Cade, um, about on. the rocket launches or the space the rocket launches that are going on over at the Space Center here yes, on the East yes, Coast. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously that was supposed to go off, uh, what was that, Wednesday? Was it Wednesday or Thursday? I can't remember. Uh, what's today, Friday? Oh, Wednesday. Is today Friday? Oh, yeah. Um, it was supposed to go off Wednesday and then ended up getting scrubbed. But I heard something really interesting when I was on the radio that there were uh, three songs that they chose as they walked out from, I guess, wherever they get dressed. I don't want to say the exact term. But <laughs> wherever the they room? get dressed. Yeah, the, the, the locker room? <laughs> that they Why walk not? to. And they go up the elevator and everything else. And they go into the rocket. They chose three songs to listen to um, as they went. And, and I thought this would be really interesting to share. Is the three songs would be ACDC, Back in Black. Yep. The girl from Impanima, and this was the version by the Blues Brothers uh, from the Blues Brothers movie. And then the last song as they were getting into the rocket was the Star Spangled Banner. Oh. So it made me think, right? It made me think, what songs would I listen to right as I'm about to get into a rocket and I was about to launch off to space, right? And the first one I thought about, because I thought ACDC would be badass as I'm getting into a rocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I might I have thought, gone Thunderstruck instead of Back in Black. Ooh. I, let me tell you, I said TNT. Oh, TNT. I see. I thought that would be really cool. I, I thought it's a smart kind of idea. It's a smart then, idea unless you don't want to blow up. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of bad luck, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thought. Uh, Iron Man uh, by Black Sabbath. That's probably another. Ooh, one. okay, okay. Um, my other one that went through my head was uh, you made me lose it. Dang it, Kate. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Rocket Man by Elton John. Well, oh, yes, classic. Like, right? I feel like that's like what everyone picks if they were going to climb into a rocket. But I thought that would be kind of cool. And then I couldn't figure out a third song. I, I I just got stuck. I couldn't figure out one. And I was like, I guess it'd be the Star Spangled Banner, I guess. You know, I guess it's you're kind of doing this for America, you know. But I got to ask you, sir, what would be your three songs you'd listen to, or at least a couple songs that you'd listen to as you're about to climb into a rocket hurtling towards space? Um, yikes. Uh, <laughs> three songs. I'd probably go with... Um, I'd probably go with Eric Church's. The song is called "Devil Devil," um, and uh, but it's a really good like get you fired up song. So I'd probably go with that one. Um, and and I'll 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 say it in in uh, this order actually because I think it would be appropriate. So I'll go with "Devil Devil." I will go with um, 
I'll go with Thunderstruck. I actually really like that choice. And then uh, I think I'll finish up with uh, Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good one. Right as you're about to get in. See, and that's how I was thinking of it. I was like, what do I end it with? And that's where I was getting kind of stuck is I was like, I don't know. What would be the best thing right as you're climbing in that you'd want to listen to, you know? Yeah. That gives you that, like, I can can do this. Yeah, and gets that adrenaline pumping, you know? Because I feel like those first ones, that first one is kind of like, okay, we're doing this. Adrenaline. Yeah. The second one, you kind of calm down a little bit more. And the third one, you got to calm down right as you're about to jump it. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'd have to revisit that. I don't know what third one I'd, I'd really choose. Yeah, that's all right. Think about it. Come back to us. Come back to us. I will. I'll come right back and I'll let you know. But yes, yes, yes. it also made me think about how I was lucky enough. So um, I grew up towards the East Coast, I think, as I've shared in past podcasts. I grew up towards the East Coast. And I grew up watching every launch every launch that went off i remember i was lucky enough to go over to uh, coco beach on the uh, very last space shuttle launch and watch it um as it went up which was really cool uh that was what back in i think it was 2010 or 2009 somewhere in there yeah um 10 i think they had the the last few right yeah yeah well it says ooh, actually um this is the first time since 2011 2011 okay okay um that was really close, but I remember going. I remember going and watching that. I think it was a space shuttle Atlantis and watching that one launch off. So it was really cool, and and I grew up watching them. And I remember during school they'd pull us out of class, and uh, we'd go outside and either into a big field. Most of my classes had either a giant field or a track we'd go into, and we'd watch all of them lift off. And I remember as a kid thinking, right, that this. In my head thinking, what is so special about this? It didn't really matter, that kind of stuff. And I realized I'd become jaded to it. I guess because I had watched so many of them. Right, right. What was, what was the point of it, you know? And I looked at this one and I thought, wow, this is really cool. Uh, don't get me wrong, we've sent people into space recently to go to the ISS. And that's where this one was supposed to go, the International Space Station. Yeah, but it's exciting because it's coming from U.S. soil. Correct. And it's a brand new spacecraft that's not had people on it before. Yeah, it was it was really cool and and it's something that I I don't know I it made me think about it a little bit more I went wow you know I was lucky I get to be able to watch that every single time sometimes they would do multiple launches um, pretty close to each other obviously it wasn't like oh we're doing like twenty a week but they they did them pretty often and I remember watching them pretty frequently and uh, I don't know it made me think about how special it is and it made me think about how special of an occasion this was to be able to to kind of watch it so tomorrow. I will attempt, even though I live in Central Florida now, to try and see it uh, from here. And I should be able to, because when I was driving the last time I saw it, when I was on the turnpike and watched it go off early in the morning. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, have you ever watched a couple of them? Have you ever seen any? Yeah, we went out to, I want to say it was 2010, I want to say April, um, that we went and watched Discovery uh, go up. Uh, and we drove out to Coco. Got there, and we got it was it was awesome because uh, it was a really uh, well. I say Coco. We went to Titusville because it's closer. Like from the beach, you can see the yeah. uh, the launch pad. They won't let you on the beach when that's happening, but after it's over, you can go out there. But um, uh, cool enough, we went out there and got lucky, and it was one of those uh, five forty five a.m. launches. And um, when it's not light outside yet, that's when it's really 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 neat um that you can see uh the fire burning through the sky 
uh, to go up, and and that's the only one I ever got to witness in person, and it was uh, man, it was it was really really cool. I'm I'm glad I got to see that uh, in person. Like I'd seen it on TV, I don't know how many times of you know either landing or going up, and uh, you know unfortunately also seeing on TV Columbia not making it back. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was cool. It was really cool to see that. I'm excited. Saturday, May 30th, uh, 3.22 p.m. Eastern time. It is expected to try to go again. The weather is supposed to be much better tomorrow than it has been. For those listening to this, this will be, uh, in past tense. It will have either already happened or they're going to reschedule, so... Um, but it, man, it's gonna it's gonna be neat. I, I'm actually very interested. I watched NASA TV like all day, the other day. Uh, just some of the neat stuff that they had. They showed um, uh, crazy Elon talking to uh, talking to the two fellows that were going up, and then they gave some uh, cool history on both of those guys uh, that were going up. And uh, it was I don't know. It was fun to watch, man. I enjoy that stuff. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was really cool growing up over there. We were taught a lot about them. We took actually almost for multiple years, we actually went to Kennedy Space Center and we did a tour of it and that kind of stuff. It was an educational tour and it was really cool. We learned about a lot about stuff and I remember going there and it was it was it was normal to me. And uh, it was I, I, I look back on it now and I say, wow, it was really cool that I had the experiences that I did. And growing up over on the Space Coast, it was we it was literally in our education that we learned about how space shuttles launched and that kind of stuff. It was kind of cool. It was Always an awesome way to to kind of connect everything, but yeah, uh, I will agree with you when you said night launches are one of the coolest things in the entire world. As you watch this giant fireball just go up towards you know the sky and then just slowly disappear. Um, but I, I, interestingly enough, I'll share this last story. My you talked about Space Shuttle Columbia, and my uh, mom told me this story about how she and my dad saw it from their back porch. Uh, when it launched off and she said she remembers it going up and she saw pieces start flying and going everywhere and she remembered calling my dad out and that kind of stuff and they were like wait a minute that that doesn't look right like that doesn't look right and they immediately ran to the tv and turned it on and saw what was happening and I don't know. And she, she said she even got pictures. They grabbed the camera and took pictures. And so they even have old photographs and stuff of like you could see, you know, I guess the different smoke trails and that kind of stuff going everywhere. Right. And my mom was taking pictures as it was going up. But, you know, it's it's really interesting, the history that's around it. And uh, I'm really glad to say exactly what you said. Hopefully this thing launches by the time uh, this releases. And they'll be really cool to kind of see more stuff, especially as we start making our way back to the moon, you know. Absolutely. It's uh, interesting, man. It's fun. It's We're such a piece of cosmic dust, and all of our problems are just minuscule when you look how big the universe is, so space is always very fascinating to me. I agree. I agree. It was one of the most fascinating things to me growing up as a kid, and I actually, at one point in my life, wanted to be a theoretical physicist, just for the fact that I wanted to kind of think of the different theories and how space works and everything else and how it all works and and never ended up amounting out to that uh <laughs> i would have had a doctor in front of my name but here i am but now i have a lord in front of my name so yes you know, indeed lord i'll take Fountain. that i'll take that squire cage don't uh, worry yes, yes yes we 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 what are you french i am now <laughs> i am now the squire of cade <laughs> You do not listen to the things that I say. 
Well, Cade, uh, I think we might just have to wrap that up there with uh, French Squire Cade. Uh, you got any last-minute quotes for us here, my good sir? Uh, actually, on this day, I, I don't have anything readily available. Uh, <gasps> I know, I didn't. Uh, shame on me. I actually didn't even think about it prior to getting going, but I can, I'll can. i give you something just off the top of my head. Be kind Please. to one another. In the events that we are experiencing uh, right now... Um, you know, be nice to people, man. You don't know what uh, you don't know what anybody's going through, or what uh, any anybody has been through, or what they're gonna go through. It's real easy to be nice. Uh, you know, don't don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. That's a great way. Don't be a don't be a Karen. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> oh man. Well, thanks for joining us here over on Rag Two. We appreciate it. Don't forget to go follow us on social media at Rag Two Podcast. Kate and I, Howard Dean, take it away. Ah!